this Friday. Your favorite emotions are back on the big screen in Disney and Pixar's Inside Out 2. It's time to greet your Team Riley. It's anger. Let me at him. Fear. Safety checklist is complete. Disgust. Ew, ew. Ugh. Sadness is in the house. Oh, no. Hello, I'm anxiety. I'm one of Riley's new emotions. Disney and Pixar's Inside Out 2. There's a part two? We're going. Ready PG. Parental guidance suggested. Only theaters Friday. Get tickets now. This episode of 90 Day Fiancé Cray Cray does contain adult content. Hey everybody, welcome to 90 Day Fiancé Cray Cray. I'm Kim and I've been watching this dumpster fire since the beginning. And I'm Afro Mystic. And we are all energy beings and I was born at a certain time for a certain reason, Kim. Oh, were you? Kyle and I have a lot of thoughts on astrology. But before that, we also have a lot of thoughts on Jasmine. (laughs) Particularly me and on Natalie. What about sexy, sexy papa? (laughs) I have thoughts on that, too. I also have thoughts about those freaking pancakes that Mike was whipping up with the chocolate chips. Well, every Sunday we're going to get down and get some pancakes. Yeah, those pancakes. Mini chocolate chips. Yeah, we have a good morning. That's Bojangles, who we whistle at like a dog to make sure that he comes into the house from the barn. Hey, Bo! <laughs> hey, Bo! Get on him! Overall thoughts on the episode, Kyle? I feel like a lot happened. It was a good episode, I thought. Yeah. I thought it was really good. I enjoyed it. It wasn't too funny, though. Like the, We'll talk about Bojangles. It's difficult to laugh at Bojangles because of the DV stuff that he has on his record. But um, other than that, and Angela, there wasn't a lot of comic relief. It's mostly like drama. You weren't laughing your ass off at learning about the blueprint of your soul's purpose. <laughs> I was because I hate Tanya so much. <laughs> it was hard to laugh at anything that she's like, I don't know. Yeah, I guess so. Yeah, there, there wasn't much funny except for Afro mystic. <laughs> Who it, I was perfectly professional. It, she and, was and a good, uh, a good charlatan. Mm-hmm. Excellent. I very mean, good at her craft. I, uh, oh, you know what? I'm gonna wait to piss people off on, <laughs> with my thoughts on astrology. So we'll just uh, yeah. We'll let's move. maybe we'll save that. <laughs> um, episode was good. I thought it was pretty jam packed. It definitely delivered. Lots of drama to talk about. I also feel like because there were no bees. It automatically oh made God. the episode 20 times better. I, I I finished the episode and I didn't feel dirty. <laughs> and I my skin didn't really crawl that much the entire episode, except when Kenny was on screen. Yeah. I mean, this whole time we thought it was Tanya that made us feel dirty, but really it's just bees. No, it's just Marcel and Anna. Yeah. They're, they're so awful. gross. Yeah. Tanya and Sinjin can sometimes be very entertaining. To oh, watch. they are. And, and they, they, they inspire such... Tanya specifically inspires such rage that it it's good to talk about. It's good podcast content for sure. For sure. Anna Marcel is fucking awful, and I didn't miss them at all. It's like you, I barely know what to say. Um. Oh, there was another one liner that I cracked up at and watched like fifteen times because I thought it was hilarious. Michael's aspirational tuxedo. <laughs> I yeah. that was so funny listen if, if when i was getting married if i had enough money to buy two tuxes i probably would have done the same thing because i was trying to lose some weight and it didn't happen either it completely <laughs> identified with it also shout out to lauren zima she's uh on the the 90 day train very passionate about saving sinjin hashtag <laughs> save sinjin <laughs> hello to you i'm glad we could interact on instagram it's great um, let's hop straight into evidence and we have a major spoiler. So please skip ahead three minutes, three minutes, Woo. three minutes, starting now, three minute spoiler. There was one couple, Kyle, one couple that we were unspoiled, one couple and it's over and now we're spoiled. And, it's spoiled. and now we know. And that was Natalie and Mike, <coughs> Mike and Natalie. So well, we, you know, I, I will say for the purposes of this season, I don't know if it'll have an impact or not because the season's not over. True. You know what I mean? They at the, In the tell-all, they, they might reconcile or something. Yeah. Who knows? But 
for right now, for the purposes of this moment, we are now officially spoiled that she at least showed up here. So frauded by TLC posted on Instagram. She was sent in by a listener. Um, Pictures of Natalie and Mike together at Pike Place, which is like the pier in Seattle, like a main tourist attraction in Seattle. So Natalie was on, is or probably still right now because this is Friday, I believe, Friday or Saturday, on the ground in the United States. Now, this and they are mean, filming. And they are filming. They are being filmed. They were being followed by a film crew. Now, this means one of two things. Maybe she's here on a tourist visa. Maybe your K-1 got denied and she got a tourist visa. I don't know how that works from a legal standpoint. But Seems like that wouldn't be a thing. Right. The the overwhelming, overwhelmingly, um, the, the likelihood is that she got her K-1. Do you agree? Yeah. Yeah. And it was obviously a huge delay, but now it's here. And I think this does not necessarily prove that everything's hunky-dory and they're going to get married now and they're going to be on 90 day again and everything's going to be great the only thing it means is that she's here right it means nothing beyond that and maybe this is another trip where they're trying to see if they're going to get married or not which is not what the k1's for (laughs) but to be fair to them they've done many trips i don't know three three is more than most of these people true robert was eight hours so it just seems like when you get the K-1, it doesn't mean you have to come here overnight. Right. It seems like it probably still would have been better for Mike to go there again to make super sure that he wanted to bring her here. To be fair, though, I don't think that they would really know until she's... It's probably a better... Um, See what it's like on the gauge. farm. Yeah, to like bring her, have her meet Pochangles in the barn, have her like yeah. suss out how she feels. Mike, the, Mike seems like the type of guy that would be cool just having a wedding with five people and spend a couple hundred bucks. Oh, yeah, he doesn't care. Yeah. That's a city hall ordeal. So he, basically, he has 89 days to figure it out. He does. Yeah, 89 days. So I don't know. It just... That's what we know spoiler is officially over all right all right let's hop into the episode and i think i want to start should we start with mike and natalie yeah sure okay so i feel like natalie just has like a fundamental misunderstanding of why mike is upset because she's still asking him to apologize and she doesn't understand like she keeps talking about relationships take time they're hard work love develops over time it's like natalie but you fucking apologize to me you are missing the point the point is that you said i love you many times in the past and now you're backpedaling and not saying it and for what reason because you have a, a difference in values which that's an understandable that that's the type of thing that breaks up legitimate relationships is like wide differences in values but you can imagine how that Mike makes Mike feel because that value isn't something of importance to him. Does that make sense? Yeah, totally. Like the, 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 the value that's not shared is only important to you. Mm-hmm. So why, why does he have to apologize? I mean, we talked about this a little bit last episode. She probably wants him to apologize for coming at her really hard about, have you been on a visa with someone else and blah, blah, blah. But she doesn't really ever articulate that. She just wants this very vague, just apologize. And she even admits, she literally admits, if you just apologize in my perfect world, I'll say, oh, it's my fault, and then we'll move on. So it's nothing real. This is just to fuck with It's him. a power play. It's to fuck with his feelings. It's really messed up. And also, this religion thing is not new. This was not unknown. Mike talked about it in the very first episode. He's very upfront. He was like, I'm an atheist and she's super religious. This I, probably she's came the beauty up in, and I'm the beast. This yeah. probably came up in five minutes. Totally. Yeah. This is not new. It was probably on his goddamn dating profile. I want to know if she tried to change him the first two trips or if she was like, I'm waiting for the third trip and then I shall make him beat God. Like what? Like what? After we bang a bunch. Yeah. And he gets a ring. Strategic. I don't know. This car ride. So like. What was with the car ride? Because. That was so cringy. Okay. Even before she got in the car, it seemed a little weird that the uber guy just sat there for that was five a production minutes. vehicle it was right like definitely that was production driving them to the airport because it was equipped with cameras 
Yeah. Weird. Yeah. And then like, yeah, she said, so we, we get a little bit of, of overlap from last week, stop this farce. And then he leaves and she's like, well, I'm not going. And then of course she comes out and they yeah. play the happy music for 0.5 seconds. Poor boy. Relax. Everything's fine. Don't stress out. Oh God. You're, you're younger and you're going to be like this. Maybe I should be with older man. I wanted Jesus Christ. to grow up. I was, it was so con, it was so condescending. Yeah. You know who she sounded like? Polish mother-in-law. Well, I was going to say her mother. <laughs> so, um, you know, where her mom's like, everything's fine. You guys love each other. You'll be just fine. Right. She was totally taking that same train, you know, of thought. It's, I'm like, it's, what? Oh, God, I've gone too far. I know what men like to hear. It was what? so but, gross. But then pivoted into re- a really strange place. You're, you're a good man. Your mom loves you. Your dad loves what? you. Like, what, what the fuck? Is she trying to prove that other people in the world love him, that just he, not her? <laughs> like, right? What? Like, does she think that he feels bad about life in general? Does she think that he feels unloved by everyone? By the world? This, you know what this is? This is her projection of what she thinks a godless person must feel. Yeah, you're totally right. You know what I mean? If you're atheist, your entire worldview is based on what humans think and because you are don't have a relationship with God. And so she thinks telling him that a bunch of random people love him will spiritually fulfill him, but that's not how it works at all. It's If my wife was like, Babe, don't worry. Like if we got in a fight and my, my my wife was like, babe, don't worry. Your mom loves you. I'd be like, excuse me? What? Like, so I, gross. First of all, I know that. <laughs> Second, is that supposed to make me feel better right now? How much younger is Mike than Natalie? A year? A year, maybe. Maybe? She's like, oh, I knew with a younger man I might have these problems. Like because, he's like a child. Because Mike he's in is his the, 30s. Because Mike is the immature one here. Yeah, right. And then they get out of the car and she's like, "Remember when you dragged me on your on your rolly suitcase? Can we do that again?" He's Tee-hee. like, "No." No. Kiss no. me. No, I'm good. He's like, "You want me to get you a taxi?" And she is just looking at him with those white walker eyes like, <laughs> "Love me. Love." Like these puppy eyes like this has worked on somebody before. It's crazy. She she straight up says, "In my perfect world, you should apologize and take me in your hands and kiss me, and then I'll say it's my fault. So it's just—it's a game. It's, it's a like game some sort of her. manipulative power yeah. play. Yeah, I did not like it. So let's let's talk about. Um, I want to talk back to Squam. Yeah, back to Squam. So and he immediately starts drinking whiskey. Oh my gosh! Good I was like, him. something Sinjin can't do. Is so life is so unfair. Crown Royal, a step up yeah. over <laughs> Johnny Walker or whatever. Step up. I mean, it's hard to talk about Bojangles because we know of these domestic violence, um, this domestic violence on his record, which is unfortunate. And it makes it hard to laugh at him anymore, especially when he says things like, oh, I know how well, women yeah, are. Sunday make pancakes and he always makes them and we have a good morning. We have to go see no last night. Lost, lost 25 bucks. We need to make a withdrawal. <laughs> you know, it was He's- a long time ago. <laughs> I hope that he is a changed person. I don't Me know too. what else to say about it. I mean, tw- just because it happened 20 years ago doesn't make it okay at all. But yeah. Yeah. I don't know it, what else to say about it. Luckily, he's not a main character. Bandana lanyard with keys. Like he the like casino, he could lose ca- his keys at well, any, at any point. Casino lanyard. Oh, is that what it was? That had like the player's club card on it. So he's ready to go to the casino at any moment. All he needs is a player's club card. How much money do we think Bojangles is losing at the casino? 25 bucks. Well, last night. And he literally borrows money from Mike to go gamble. Not borrows. Sounds like gets a withdrawal from the bank as he takes it. Also, Mike made Bojangles exactly one pancake. I feel like that is not enough. Not enough pancakes, Mike. If he's working, yeah. Yeah, I guess so. He, no, no, it's not enough if he's out there working on the farm. That's what I'm saying. Yeah. I don't know. I, I wanted that pancake, though. Mini chocolate chips. When, we, when 
Bo, when Bo was like, I know what women are. I was like, and what they like. Ugh. I had a couple. <laughs> yeah, maybe you shouldn't say that you know what women are. Maybe that's a bad. Don't know. Maybe that's a broad net to uh, throw. Ugh. Yeah. Is he missing just his front two teeth or is the front four? I feel like front four. I feel four. like it's four teeth it's four. that are missing. Yeah. He, yeah. Okay. I just, I hope he brushes his teeth after the pancake, his remaining molars. He's going to need those for the pancake chewing. He needs to chew cud. Yeah. Um. So Mike tells him, you know, it didn't go too well. It's too fresh. And Bo gives him a hug. He's all torn up. And then the pro- I love it that we see the producers asking both Marcel and Mike and a few other people that I can't remember right now. This season, we we hear the producers asking them the question and then them responding directly to the producer. And the producer asks, are you single or engaged right now? And Mike says he doesn't think he's engaged. And he just doesn't know what's going to happen next. I don't know, dude. I got to take a day, think about it. Yeah. I I don't know. I feel like Mike... It, it, he has a lot of options now. I know Squem oh is not God. Seattle, but like, I think there's a lot of women. I would love to live on a farm. I'm not saying I want to marry Mike because I'm happily married, but like we have a Patreon member. <laughs> we do have a Patreon member that, that like legit wants to date Mike. Very serious about this. Yes. And she, Mike, she's really good looking. She is. And she I would be great on the tree farm. She's way better looking than Natalie. Yeah. She's Better down. Match. She's down to go to Washington. She is. Yeah. It's a beautiful, like when he woke up and they show like the pond and the birds chirping in the forest. I was like, damn, I want to live there. It's gorgeous. Better than waking up to the cement, you know, yeah. paradise we have here. It's a, it's a, it's a different culture for sure. Yeah. But it's Gwen is like close enough to Seattle that it's not like you're isolated in the middle of nowhere feels pretty isolated okay maybe maybe yeah. i don't know what i'm talking i don't know about, enough i don't know there. enough about <laughs> squam either but all i've been told is that it's a microclimate and that there are orthodox churches oh okay <laughs> well you know anything else about these two no uh that was a lot i you know up until this point it, natalie's personality was obviously super concerning but there was still something about her that i liked i don't know why me too. I thought she was still kind of cool, but after this, she's just certified nuts, and I would never go near that. That's that was like dark. Obviously, editing wants her to look crazy, but well, like, she but said there's she, only they can only embellish what is already there, dude. Like she said seven sentences in a row that weren't cut, yeah. that were all totally weird. Yeah, I'm I'm with you. Yeah. I'm not I'm team Mike, obviously, 100% here. You know who else's team I'm on? I know whose team you're on. Fucking team Jasmine. I know this is an unpopular opinion and people think that Jasmine is the most boring person ever, but here's my counter argument. She can be boring and you can still be with her exactly. compared to compared to Blake. <laughs> this is okay. I'm about to go on a rant. So just like emotionally prepare yourselves. Okay, Blake and Jasmine. Jasmine Per that conversation with her sister knows herself better than any of these cast members. She is very in touch with who she is. Well, more important, I think, even than that, to your point, is like she knows herself and she has the self-confidence to set boundaries to not go outside what she's comfortable with. Totally. And this is the problem that I have because I did watch Pillow Talk this week and everybody's like, oh, Jasmine, why doesn't she just go out and party? And she's so young. She should just have some drinks. I'm like, because she doesn't freaking want to. She doesn't want to. It's not her thing. Jasmine knows who she is. She wants to do yoga, drink some tea and meditate and talk to only her sister. And you know what? If that's how, if that's what she likes to do. And if that is not attractive to you. what's the problem? Don't, you don't have to marry her. Right. Is she and right for reality television? No. No. The only reason she's on is because Blake is so different. Exactly. Yeah. But there is absolutely nothing wrong with the way Jasmine is or the choices that she's made for her life. Also, for everybody that's, you know, complaining about like all the stuff in her face, like, oh, she has so many fillers, so much Botox. I don't give a shit if Jasmine wants to shave her eyebrows and tattoo frogs on her forehead. It's her goddamn face. Let her do whatever the hell she wants to her freaking face. It's her face. I don't care. 
I don't care either. I don't think it. I don't think there were good decisions there, but I don't care. <laughs> yeah, it, has it doesn't no make her a bad impact person. on my life, right? It, and of course, it doesn't make her a bad person. Yeah. It doesn't even contribute. I mean, I think people equate. It's easy for people to equate her lack of facial movement <laughs> with her lack of, I guess, zest for life, you could say, right? Her resting bitch face, as it, people call it. They, Tim said he had the same face. People intertwine those two things, and it just compounds the the problem for some people that have with her. I don't have a problem with her. I don't care. I'm bored by totally. her, obviously. I would have... Almost nothing to say to her, but I'm not trying to marry her, right? Right, exactly. And, and people that are mad about Jasmine, like, I don't really get that, other than if you honestly just think their storyline is so horrifically boring that you're mad, be mad at TLC. Right, TLC cast her. She is so self-aware, it's astounding. Like, when she has that conversation with her sister and she says... Blake, you know, Americans in general are just loud. They're a little extra. Like that's the well, way Blake is. You're in LA. Okay. And, and yes. And America's a very diverse country. Yes, of course. LA is a special breed of loud and obnoxious. <laughs> and she says, she's like, you know, Finns are just, we don't show our emotions as much. And at least I'm like that. She's like, Blake doesn't understand my lifestyle. I want to do yoga. I like to meditate. I like to be calm. I like to drink tea. She's like, I, he knows I don't like it when he drinks and gets too drunk. I don't want to socialize with all these people. Blake needs all these people around him. All I really need is Blake and my sister. What's the problem? The problem is that her Jasmine and Blake should not be together because they're too different. They will never reconcile these differences. And the, it seems like this is a values difference also. This isn't just Jasmine has a preference to not drink. It it seems like she is actively uh I don't know if it's a moral objection, but I it comes feel like clo- it has it a health cl- objection. It comes close to that though. It does. Because I think morality and personal health, like body as a temple type things, are kind of wrapped up in her head. Which yeah. is fine. I don't begrudge Blake for wanting to drink. No, at all. Not at all. And I don't and I also will say, you might disagree with me on this. I think that it is bizarre that she doesn't want to make more of an effort. And I also think that uh, with with the friends, although they are, I don't know. The now friends that, suck. The, the friends, friends don't the friend, like her. The friends, like, they do suck. Like, I don't know. I don't want to hang out with a group of people that don't like me. I don't want to hang out. It's not even about that. It's, it's like... When you date someone, you do, in a way, like date their friends too. You do, yeah. And if she just wants to uh, amputate that entire part of his life, I do see that as selfish. That's true. She should make some effort. She wants Blake to understand her way of life and her point of view, as she puts it, and like her values. But she doesn't really, even though she understands Blake so well, it's like creep. It's like crazy, like how well she understands their differences and their problems. But she should also try to make an effort, like go to the small dinner beforehand, and then go home and let him go to the party. It's total opposite world to me that she wants to go to the party. And not the dinner. Yeah. I, I think that the reason is probably because she feels like she could probably blend in at the party. She doesn't have to talk to anybody and, individually. Right, and, and there's less intimacy. And I, and that's what she's uncomfortable with is intimacy specifically with these people. Which yeah. is, again, I get it because they kind of suck. But I also don't really see what that I, I the only thing that I agree with Everett and Blake on here is that there really isn't that much effort. There just isn't. Now, does that make her a bad person? No, but maybe they shouldn't be together. If this is so important to Blake, which it's understandable that it is. These are his friends and they're also an extrovert and they're, he's an extrovert. And this is also wrapped up in business too. Mm -hmm. And he's, this is his lifestyle. Yeah. She can only cut off so much of it. Right. 
Do you experience stress, anxiety, chronic pain, or have trouble sleeping at least once a week? You are not alone. Many of us do. Personally, I have a terrible time sleeping almost every night. I've been searching a long time for something that would help. Then I discovered Feels. Feels is premium CBD delivered directly to your doorstep. Feels naturally helps reduce stress, anxiety, pain, and sleeplessness. I took Feels starting a couple weeks ago on and off, just experimenting with different dosages and trying to not take it and see how my sleep pattern changed. And I can tell you from firsthand experience that it has been a huge relief. And it also helps me with just kind of like allergic inflammation in my nose. I've noticed a big difference in just my breathing and kind of uh, my, my personal allergies just tend to inflame my entire face. And CBD oil from Feels has actually made a significant difference. It's really easy to take. You place a few drops of Feels under your tongue. You feel the difference within a few minutes. Uh, listen, it couldn't be any easier. The best way to take CBD oil is subdermally under your tongue, uh, eating it completely, topical creams. Those are all well and good, but you get the most absorption out of putting a couple drops under your tongue. Couldn't be easier. It comes on the little dropper. Um, so you may be thinking to yourself, I've never tried CBD. I have lots of questions. What is it? Is it legal? I can tell you that CBD is legal in all 50 states. This gets delivered right to your doorstep. And if you have more questions about CBD, they have a free CBD hotline and text message support to guide you in your personal experience. They'll help you figure out your dosage. They'll ask They'll answer questions about what is actually in it and how it's made, their purification process, the delivery mechanism, which is MCT oil, which is just derived from coconuts. They have all sorts of information. They're really cool. I've talked to these people on the phone. Extremely helpful because I had lots of questions too. So CBD helps you feel better naturally. Um, there's no high hangover and addiction. I personally can attest to this. I've taken lots of THC products over the years, and most of the time when I wake up, I feel terrible. It takes me out for half the day. Absolutely no side effects like that with CBD. I feel great the next day, and I've taken small amounts even during the day, and my productivity has, if anything, gone up. So Feels is a membership. You join the Feels community. You get Feels delivered to your door every month. You save money on every order. You can pause or cancel any time. They have a money-back satisfaction guarantee. So Feels has me feeling really good every day. I'm getting way better sleep. It can help you too. Become a member today by going to feels.com slash cray cray and you'll get 50% off your first order with free shipping. That's F-E-A-L-S dot com slash cray cray to become a member and get 50% automatically taken off your first order with free shipping. That's feels.com slash cray cray. We're going to end this conversation um, with a great one-liner from Jasmine. You don't need to drink alcohol to have fun, Kyle. Huh? (laughs) (laughs) Anyway, so back back to like the specifics of the episode. Like, I I mean, they argue about shit, and I mean, we basically covered their conversation. We didn't really. The last last thing that I'll say about them is that they don't argue, though. Like Blake's like kind of laughing and like looks a little scared or sheepish to argue with her. Like they don't actually communicate and like sort anything out. Right, and they don't yell at each other. It just ended bizarre. He called her stupid, which yeah, that I know. I know that he was trying to make it seemed like he was trying to be funny or make a quip. He's like scared to confront her. He's, I think he's actually terrified of her. Yeah, me too. I'm terrified <laughs> of her too. I'm not going to lie. Um, anyway, yeah. So we'll see how that ends up. I, if somebody called me stupid, even in jest, like, I don't know. I'd oh, be a no. little irritated. No, my wife would be fucking done. Yeah. Yeah. Tanya and Senjin? One other thing. What the fuck was with Jasmine's sister's apartment? Right? What does she do? Holy shit. It was so nice. I was thinking the whole time. I'm like, that's a $5,000 a month apartment. Depending on what part of town they're in. I I will tell you from experience, it's probably a studio, but it minimum still, even if it's a studio, two grand minimum. It looked, it looked like 
so bright and modern and it's, brand it's new. It's pretty new. Yeah. Even you could tell from the hallway before she even walked in. I was like, oh, fuck. I was like, what, what does she this? do? Can we get some deets on the employment here? Her sister appears single. Damn. Yeah. Won the green Why card the lottery. Why isn't she living with her? Even if she's I on the know. couch. <laughs> just like stay there. It is strange. I wonder if she really is. And they're just like faking it for filming that she's living with like, like Airbnb. Parents. <laughs> yeah. Um, all right. Tanya and Sinjin. Str- Look. Nice room temperature water for you. <laughs> I am offended by Tanya asking for room temperature water, even though that is habitually <laughs> what I drank. It's something about Tanya doing it that still annoys yeah, me. I drink whatever temperature my fridge spits out. I guess it's slightly above room temperature. Yeah. I. Oh, my gosh. I like that Sinchin just straight up says, he straight up says that a part of him hates Tanya. <laughs> He's like, I walk around, if I walk around with hatred in my heart, I'm just destroying myself. He is so, it made me love Sinjin so much. Oh my God. He's back in the shed and he's like, forgive doesn't mean forget, but I've forgiven her for now because I, I don't want to destroy myself. Like what good is that? I, I like that he just admitted that he, a part of him hates her. So me too. He's, he's, he joins the, the rest. Growing. He joins the audience, basically. <laughs> he joins us all. Yeah. Oh, welcome, Sinjin. All right. I posted this on Instagram, but I will tell you right now, if my wife started a sentence with, so the astrology reading we're having later, <laughs> I I would just, I would do a mic. I would just be like, well, guess that's a wrap. <laughs> Alien. <laughs> Aliens, man. Taurus. We need the exact time of your birth. Call your mother. Look, astrology is harmless. but Until you pay $500 for a quack. That you can't, if you cannot afford $500, sure. Yeah, I mean, you it's can't kind afford of, an $800 woodworking class, but you sure. can pay the Afro mystic. Oh, that is irritating. Yeah. This is kind of like when my husband wants to go to Vegas and he wants to gamble. And I'm like, <laughs> gambling is an appropriate pastime as long as you like keep it to a certain amount that but you there is, predefine. There is a literal probability. There's a statistical probability that your life will end up better. I'm not saying that gambling's a good idea in general, but not there is a people. chance that you will actually gain something. Unlike astrology. A, unlike is astrology. Just... <laughs> Such right. as why being born at two in the morning uh, and Mars is in your butt means that <laughs> you 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 like fucking and fighting. Fighting and fucking. I thought you would like the fighting and fucking thing. Oh, where's Mars? I feel like fucking. <laughs> Okay. Hey, wait, what's the blueprint of my soul? <laughs> oh, I'm going to take your existence out of this plane, motherfucker. <laughs> like, anybody watching this show could have determined that, Daisy October. We know that per the fighting, there must be fucking also happening to make the fighting worth it. Like, everybody knows this. You have revealed no new information. Nothing new. Oh, were you born at 5.45 and Saturn was in retrograde? I'll fucking kill you. <laughs> to summarize, this is kind of hilarious and stupid. Moving on. Let's move okay. on to soulmates. <laughs> Another- okay, wait, I have one more thing about the astrology, though. <laughs> like, why does Tanya need an astrologist or any third party in that matter to determine the chemistry between she and Sinjin? The only thing that she said was that you guys like to fuck and fight. Thanks. Right. How, and then, oh, I, no, Sagittarius, you? you like to travel. Again, something uh. that anybody could have told Tanya from just watching this show that they both like to travel. How much do I owe you? Do you accept Venmo? <laughs> Tanya just really wants to hear somebody talk to her about herself. Yes. I mean. For sure. Yeah. Um. Mars at the fourth house cusp of what I just whatever okay soulmates <laughs> Sinjin Sinjin believes that it is a soulmate relationship okay Tanya does not can we set out the parameters of this discussion do you a soulmate is a soulmate necessarily a single individual person or soul 
I have no idea. Yeah. And I don't think that they necessarily established that. It sounds like Sinjin believes that there's a soulmate, which is fine. Singular. Again, another like harmless kind of like relationship platitude. And we have we have stated before that neither Kyle and I, we do not believe in soulmates. No. I'm... So I, I guess that's why it's even more gross that Tanya just straight up tells him First of all, you're not my soulmate. And this but our other, souls have met. And this other dude that I used to fuck was. It is atrocious. I don't know why you would. Why would you say that? Why would you say that even to if you anyone? Felt it, even if you felt it. There are some things that belong in your thoughts and to stay in your own thoughts. Sometimes telling the whole truth and nothing but the truth outside of a courtroom just makes you an asshole. Yeah. Like just like omit that information, Tanya. Don't, don't tell anybody. Don't tell your sister. Don't tell your best friend. Maybe your therapist. And and that's about it. Exactly. And it sounds like she just said that on a whim and she didn't, of course she doesn't consider Sinjin's feelings because she almost never does. But that's one of those things that if that pops into your head, that's a serious enough thing it's not necessarily a concern for the relationship even right now. It's just a serious enough thing that you should process that before you say it out loud, much less on national television. It's gross. Okay, there are two things that really annoy me about our... She says our souls have probably met. In the mine. Like... And then she's like, maybe you were like my brother or my uncle or something. I'm like, not helping Tanya. The other thing is that she's like, I still want you to be the father of my children. I'm like, all he is is like a plastic baggie full of sperm to you. Is that right? I feel no spiritual connection to you, except that you used to maybe be my uncle. Maybe maybe you could impregnate we me. We should fuck. And maybe you were my brother in a past life. You Thanks, should give Tanya. me a you should give me a baby, soul brother. Oh, it's just all so wrong. And then, do you know the other thing that really annoyed me? Like, when she's talking to him and she goes to find him in the shed, she's biting her lower lip. Oh, she's grinning. It she looks think- like she's laughing. I know. She thinks that his feelings are to be are a joke. Yeah. She's, like, mocking him. And it made me so irritated. Yeah. And... She sees him as... like cracking up. She sees him as a cis white male of privilege who if he has genuine feelings or pain she discounts it because she sees him as someone that is so privileged that his pain is invalidated she didn't have to work in no mind that's what i'm saying do you know what i'm saying no i know what you're saying yeah she's like your feelings don't matter because I don't know. Yeah, I, I do understand what you're saying. And Tanya has, as we learned on she's Instagram. She's treating him atrociously. It's fucked up. As we learned on Instagram, what does Tanya have? She has past life trauma. Oh, I didn't watch that this week. Because I, <laughs> I watched all of her Instagram stories last week. And like, I can't anymore. She has past life. Kim, she has past life trauma. Oh, my God. Which, listen, I understand generational trauma that is it's a real thing that is a thing but she's talking about like mars was in retrograde 300 years ago and my soul who was the uncle of of sinjin uh in mesopotamia was was traumatized and therefore my my soulmate is not him Last week, she blamed it on the obsidian, whatever stone she's wearing. And this week, it's past life trauma. At what point do you just own up to the fact that you're treating somebody really shitty and change it? I think that she's physically incapable of doing it. Can we move on? I I don't want to talk about her anymore. It's making me mad. And I want to have fun. Do you have anything else to say? Let's talk about Angela and Michael. Yes. Those glasses were on fleek. What did you think of those? Wait, what glasses? Her sunglasses. Oh, that were her just sunglasses. like the kind of pink or like ruby red. Yeah, they were pretty <laughs> they were pretty crazy, but I don't know. Everybody like can we just clear up something? Angela's chest is from a laser treatment. Yep. Stop. Correction from Teaching. last week. Yes, and also please stop DMing me about it. <laughs> every day, every morning I wake up to emails about Angela's chest. 
Um, she's yeah, going she got, to. And I will say this, that laser treatment was effective because I know she's still got the track marks. This will go away, but her chest is super smoothed out. Whatever the hell that she did, I want it. All and my I think the body. Botox has overall improved the situation. She, I will, I'll come out and say it. I, I, I will say it too. She her, almost her skin looks, looks great. She almost looks her age now. <laughs> it's true. I know. I mean, so, yeah. I like how she claims the U.S. Embassy as her own. I know. She's <laughs> I like, think it's great. I showed up without I'm an going appointment to and my, they laughed at me. I'm going to my embassy. I'm going to my embassy to raise hell. I feel like... They wouldn't <laughs> let me into my own damn embassy. <laughs> like she didn't have an appointment. I love that she got laughed at, too. They were like, uh, you need to make an appointment. And she said it was an emergency and they laughed at her. That was I respectfully raised hail. Yeah, respectfully. Does anybody believe and, that? And you know that when she came back only 15 minutes later that it did not go well. Yeah, it's her right though, Kyle. It's, it's her right. right to get information. I mean, you you have options. I, mean, I guess she could file a Freedom of Information Act request on the U.S. Nigerian Can embassy. You? I don't know. Maybe. <laughs> Damn, I wonder if you could do that. Probably that was kind not. of yeah. If, if it's classified. It sounds like, like it's classified. Natalie. You would get the form and just all be blacked out. Um I will say this about Angela though. She maneuvers very well in Nigeria and seems to be more comfortable yeah. than a lot of the other people we see in the countries of their foreign significant other. She kind of just rolls with it, ex- except rolled, for the food situation. Except which Except for that. Which is I kind of understand if you've grown up in a food-sheltered, picky eater. Food desert, food, perhaps. It, it, yeah. I, the, she ate the plantains and the rice. Well, plantains are goddamn delicious. It's basically She's just crazy. sugar. She, it's so good. Yeah. Love those fried plantains. Um... But she does like even so the shopping scene, which I it may be my favorite scene of the entire episode. I I loved it. Nigerian Target. Oh my god. Nigerian Radio Shack for that. He's like he's like this microwave is ninety thousand whatevers, and she's like pulls fifteen thousand out of her bra and says, "I'll give you fifteen and throw in the electric." I want to take both for fifteen, motherfucker. Dude, he says yes, and she oh yeah, she maneuvers. She negotiates so well. She's like, I am almost your Nigerian American sister. I'm going to marry this man. I'm I'm family. Cut me a deal. That is exactly when the thing is this, to say. When has this ever happened? Never. You think mozzarella Ben could have pulled that shit? For Fuck one, no. for one thing, I feel like this is hap- something similar has happened before, but they either get offended and just leave, or they roll over and just pay the full price like a totally. dumbass, like a dumbass American. These stores are built on haggling. And she haggles. And of course, like a white woman. How many white people do you think have been in that store ever? Not many. And certainly there's never been a big ass camera crew. Yes, that is for certain. So they either negotiated this beforehand, which I hope they didn't, or she genuinely just did what every fucking Nigerian person does and Mm -hmm. haggled it. And She didn't even need Michael's help. It was impressive. By the way... 30,000 Nigerian is about $82. Okay. And the cheapest microwave on Amazon, how much did Angela say it was? 50 bucks? Yeah. The cheapest microwave that I could find on Amazon was $51. Really? Fascinating. She knows her shit. I will say this too. Sometimes things in foreign countries like consumer electronics are import. They have import taxes and they can be way more expensive. When I lived in Greece, I remember buying like a shitty CD player to play like the CD I had to learn Greek. And it was like, I think I paid like 50 something dollars for it. Honestly, when the guy said 82 bucks, I didn't even blink with with import taxes and whatever else. Yeah. Even it looked old. It looked like it was probably donated from Goodwill. It doesn't matter though. It doesn't matter. It's still, he only had one. It looked like he only had one microwave in the entire place too. (laughs) Yeah. He's like, it's, this is the only one. Also, Tim on Pillow Talk said he had never seen an electric kettle before. What the fuck is wrong with you? Have you never met anyone from Europe (laughs) or Scandinavia? Probably not, to be fair. Jesus Christ. But yeah, I just thought that was bonkers. Like, I I know tons of people that have... I have an electric kettle. Anyway, okay. My wife is Polish. There's like four in our house. Okay. (laughs) Um, Anyway, I just... 
I like Angela that. pulling all the money out of her bra too. And the fact that she had 15th, she wasn't like counting out the money like Ben did. She, and I know I'm comparing Nigeria to Kenya here. I'm just trying to compare but it was a like power move fish out of water in it, Africa. It was a power move because she didn't have to count. No, the exactly. Negoti- the she had it separated already. Yeah, this the is negotiating tactic. My bra. Right. The negotiating tactic is this is literally every cent I have. Exactly. She was smart. She's calculated. This yeah. is so good. It was impressive. Um, and Michael fucked it up too. Michael, like he he's worthless because he thinks that he's trying to make a deal, but he just ends up pissing off Angela. He could have said something to the effect of, all right, we'll take it for 30, but throw in the kettle for free. I know. He doesn't help at all. Yeah. And she's like, I and got And so this. she gets it for half and the kettle. Step, step aside, Michael. <laughs> Let me show you how this is done. It was hilarious. I loved it. And first of all, and she knows she she's she knows like at least twenty or thirty words in, in I meant there to are look three up three or four there's we, three languages in Nigeria, yeah. three official languages, and I don't know which one they're speaking, and I meant to look it up. Anyway, she knows yeah, she calls a mother in law by the correct term. She says hello. She knows she she knows how to get around. I bet if Michael left her high and dry in Nigeria, she'd fucking find her way out of that. She would she'd be, be fine. I think she would be the mayor of Lagos in a couple months. <laughs> she she would, would just bully people into doing what she wants. Oh, my God. Anyway, okay, let's go to the house because... Drop my note. Sorry. At the uncle's house, Michael's family is camera ready. These people I are wrote camera that, I ready. I literally wrote that same thing. What is with that dress that that woman is wearing? Oh, my oh God. Oh, my God. And Michael's mother. I I could just do a montage <clears throat> of Michael's Michael's mother's head wraps. Yeah. Gorgeous and different every time. Yeah. Incredible. Never and they wears all the same match? thing twice. Yeah. Oh, my God. Blue and They're white. They're like matchy, matchy yeah. like outfits every time, too. It's incredible. And it, I think her, his brother's name is Aduki, right? Or Aduke? I don't know if it's a duke or a dukey, but he um he's just so smiley. His his smile is just so big. Even when he's delivering negative news. Okay. That that was scripted, right? Yeah. Because he can't even hold back his laughter. He's dying that he has to say this shit. <laughs> even Michael is trying not to crack up. Angela does not appreciate She's it. She's not amused, but everyone else is like <clears throat> You should you should go fuck someone else, Michael. <laughs> <laughs> it's pretty funny. I love the seas in Nigeria. They're just like they're so cool. Like that store, I just I loved the interactions with the guy, with the guy that owned the store. I love seeing Michael. I love his belly laugh. I love seeing his family. It makes me want to go to Lagos, honestly. Totally. I think it's fascinating. Yeah. God, I missed before the 90. Uh, anything else to say about these kids? Um, we've kind of got to move on. No, let's do it. Okay. So let's talk about Annie and Robert. This was infuriating. Brother Kenny. Brother Kenny is the most disgusting person on this episode. (laughs) Don't you think? Who's, Who's worse? I mean... It's not great. Uh, well, do you think Tanya's yeah. still worse? No, I mean this episode, she's just a shitty partner. Yeah. Um. Yeah, he's pretty bad. In fact, like I thought that he was bad, but Robert was just as bad. But then at the end, he says, "You could have been a streetwalker for all I know." And then what that, the hell? That was totally gross and uncalled for, and just out of nowhere. I posted so. this on Instagram. I was like, just because. Robert has dated shitty people in the past and is a liar and lied to her and did shitty things. Doesn't mean that Annie has also done shitty things. There is zero evidence to assume that Annie has done anything wrong here. And yet you're just but throwing Kim, out like, wants well, what if she's a drug? What if she did? What she was a she sex wants a worker. threesome, Kim. So she's obviously a slutty whore person. That's. Literally, like what he it's gross, it's weird. And when he yeah. said that, I was like, just because you're a shitty person doesn't mean that she automatically is a shitty person by association. It's like Robert called Kenny and complained to him totally. that she likes sex and she wants to have sex with chicks, and therefore she must be a she's just a streetwalker in DR. 
when Annie called Robert out, she's like, you had sex with four different women without a condom. <laughs> I died. And the fact that she's concerned about condoms. These two motherfuckers have 12 kids. Oh, my God. When he was like, I have seven kids. I was like, whoa, whoa, what? Well, to be fair to Kenny, we have no idea. We, have what no idea. we don't know anything about him. He no. could have seven kids with the same woman who he's still married to, and they're all supported, and they're all going to college right now. Who fucking knows? And they're going to film the next Nobody knows. We, reality the only, TV show yeah, together. The only thing we do know is that Robert is a piece of shit. Yes, we do know that. <laughs> that doesn't like condoms. Gimme, 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 like Pac-Man, like Mrs. Pac-Man. I was like, stop it. I loved when Annie was like, so are you cheap too? <laughs> <laughs> I loved that. And then the sister, I don't think that his Robin sister. Robin supported her. Not as much as I wanted her to. Yeah, that's true. But she did say like, don't take me to a thrift store. I'll dump you. Yeah, which I loved. I was like, yes, Robin. Like, Also, yeah. Robin looked really good in that red dress that she was wearing. I was into it. Also, Annie had a cute outfit on. I was like, well, somebody t- you got, you either brought some clothes or you were able to find something to wear. These two women outclassed these two oh they just don't my even God. Like, should not exist in the same plane she was wearing some like versace knockoff shirt did you notice that button up and that leather skirt they I need to it. learn about the blueprint of their existence <laughs> they need to call date what's her name daisy no the afro mystic yeah daisy october oh sorry yes daisy yeah. october right um okay so <laughs> i just why is everybody automatically mean to annie it's Annie's crazy, like, I'm right? just over here being a bang nanny. I did all my bang <laughs> nanny duties. I watched the kid. I clean. I'm taking I look care pretty. of this crazy psycho kid. I look hot. I want to fuck all the time. I'm doing ev- I'm ticking off everything I, on the list and everybody's just mean to I me. I actually want to have sex with you. <laughs> and what do I get? Disrespect. Just d- meanness. Yeah. All day directed at her. It's so messed up. At first, at first watching this, see, watching this, I had heard already that Kenny was a piece of garbage. But at first, I kind of, I, I, I saw where he was coming from just because Annie came pretty hard at the beginning. Like, <laughs> are G-G. you gonna, are you gonna love me, Kenny? And my response would have been the same. I'm like, I don't know, maybe. <laughs> But then he just pivots right away to, um, do you like complain a lot or something? And he says the same thing that Robin said at the beginning, which I thought was very strange when Annie was like, he told me not to bring any clothes because he was going to take me shopping. And then Kenny says, well, do you expect everything all at once? It's like, yes. If I'm told to arrive at a place with with no clothes, clothes, I do expect to receive that at once. I expect clothing. I expect clothing pretty immediately. I expect textiles yes. constructed in such a way that I can wear them in public. Exactly. Thank you. It's just like, yeah, you. that's kind of an immediate need. And, you know, one, before they even really start fighting, she, she asks, like, are you, are you coming to the wedding? And maybe she said it in a little bit of a snarky way, but the fact that he made a, shit, a shitty smell face... Really odd. Of yeah, co- I didn't like, understand that. Why? But you don't know. Any, they haven't even really started fighting yet. Why would you not come to the wedding of your brother, even though this is a stranger to you? Totally. And yeah. then she brings up, Robert lied to me. He said he had three kids, and he actually has five kids. And Robert, Robert's like, tell me how I lie. And he doesn't brings, really even deny it. No, he doesn't. Yeah. And he just he just gets angry <sighs> again. And I'm like, Robert, you have you don't have a leg to stand on. There's no reason you literally lied and you just admitted that you lied. You what defense do you have? Well, the defense is don't get married to someone you know for eight hours. But, yeah. Yeah. Do you have anything else to say about these guys? I feel bad for her. I feel really bad for her. I think that she is not someone that I would date, but seeing I don't think that the bad things about her personality warrant the treatment that she's received. At all. Yeah. And we see it gets worse next week. That looked really dark. Really gross. Yeah. And I just, 
Like, she takes care of the kid. Like Bryson porn, porn loves granny, her. Porn granny husband. I thought you were kind of cool, bro. I thought. Like, I what's know. with that? What's with that? This is. I don't. How? Like that. Why do you care so much about? I guess. I guess they think in their head they're worried about Bryson. But Bryson, Bryson is the only her. Bryson is the only person that's making out like a bandit here. You <laughs> know what I mean? Yeah. Bryson's the only one that's cool with this entire situation. He's like I love her. Now somebody loves me and is nice to me all day. Yeah. This is great. Totally. Ugh, okay, let's let's move on. Let's talk about Michael and Juliana. Let's talk about them. Um, okay, what the fuck is with Michael's brother? Okay. He looks first of all <laughs> I love, he's like wine drunk, identical to Michael, but maybe 10 years younger or something. Identical. So I like looked away from the television screen to take some notes. And when I looked back up, I was like, bah! I like was caught <laughs> off guard and I just saw, I was like, it's Michael 20 years ago. And like, it was like, so I couldn't figure it out. And then I realized it was his little brother. I was like, holy shit needs no introduction. This is a young Michael. They're exactly the same. I, he was so. I, it seemed like he was so wasted. Your your last wedding was like was like a, a big thing. It's like a thing, <laughs> and this is this is like this wedding's like come to my backyard. <laughs> and from I love that they took the aerial shot of the wedding. I was like, this is not just a casual affair. Like there is a whole tent. There are staff. We rarely get this. This is a beaut. This is, I'm going to go on record. This is the most beautiful wedding we have ever seen on this show. Absolutely. Since season one. You mean it's not a shotgun wedding that happens the day before someone's about to get fucking deported? <laughs> <laughs> you mean people aren't wearing fucking khaki shorts to the wedding? And t-shirts. And white fucking friendlies air conditioner shirts? <laughs> Kyle, <laughs> <laughs> do you think they had a sand ceremony shit no <laughs> that's a season two joke if you they don't gotta go back and watch season they had two. a wine ceremony holy shit okay so hot tip koozie that's uh juliana's friend show her the sad video of her friend saying nice things oh about my her God. before you put her makeup on i wrote the same thing like why did you let her get all done <laughs> right before she goes a mile and then show her the video Bad move, although sweet, sweet move from Koozie because that's a really nice thing to do for her. It was cute. I, I liked uh, the, the CeCe and Max interview. Oh, my God. Thank God they're back. CeCe and Max give me life. They're so cute. Max is such... Oh, just He's like a little anchor man. I like, like that CeCe is playing the part of the producer. <laughs> She's like, asking Max so questions. Max, so how Max, do you feel? How do you feel about wedding? <laughs> I like Juliana. That's basically his answer. <laughs> He's great. They're great. They're great kids. I, I cannot wait to see Max's speech at the wedding. Oh my gosh. It's going right? to be fucking adorable. It's going to be the highlight of the entire I season. hope he talks about Minecraft. <laughs> um, Juliana looked stunning. Oh uh, yeah. Yeah. Um, I like that she also had a team of people helping her. Not yeah. only her two friends, but a there appeared artist. to be a professional doing her makeup and her hair. And they had a pro photographer kind of in the background too. They did. They did. Um, so yeah, I, this whole situation is just good. Michael with the two tuxedos, I thought was hysterical, uh, as stated previously. I just, he was like, yeah, I didn't make it to the tar. What did he say? The target tuxedo. Yeah. The aspirational tuxedo. He didn't make it, which is fine. Juliana's beautiful enough for both of them. We don't need to compete. <laughs> I cannot believe they were letting her wipe her tears with the dress, though. That was crazy to me. Yeah, what was happening there? Don't do that. What? Why didn't they get her a nap? Were there no Kleenex, no toilet I, paper I, in this house? <laughs> what, what? What is the deal? We've got to wrap this up. Um, any last words about the episode or next week or any thoughts? If you're mad about astrology, don't fucking care. <laughs> I, I still love you. Strong words. I still love you. Don't at me. Look, just go do your astrology. You're not hurting anyone by doing astrology. Unless I don't care because you're not hurting anybody. And on that note, <laughs> please leave us five stars on iTunes. <laughs> <laughs> no, but seriously, thank you, you so much. You denigrated my entire profession. <laughs> One stars. Mercury is in retrograde. <laughs> One star. <laughs> 
we are really appreciative to everybody who's written us a five-star review. We do read them. We appreciate you. It helps other people find us. It's something you can do easily. It doesn't cost anything. We Even really if you accidentally it. give us a review instead of 90 Day Gay. <laughs> we, got, <laughs> we got someone that's like, 90 Day Gays is the best podcast. Five stars. <laughs> Like, oh, that's I sent it to Matt like immediately. <laughs> I was like, like finally, oh, finally an accidental five star review. We get we get this is the best podcast I've ever listened to. One, One star. star. <laughs> <laughs> Why? Click five, please. What did I do? God damn it. Uh but thank thank you to everybody. <laughs> who's left us a review we do really appreciate it we'll see you next week i think we have three more episodes to go this season that's the best guess i have yeah and then i'm going to mexico but we will i'll be here for episode one of before the 90 you might have to have a sub for episode two i got mad or or one of the 90 day gays um so they do it so they won't do a podcast. Either or. They, they can't do a podcast with me because there's jealousy there. I know. But I know. You're, you're, you know. Got to keep you separated. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Thanks for listening, guys. See you next week. Bye.